Hey everyone, welcome to the Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Major Action. Everybody else is missing in action. I have my guests, my guest host, my guests, my special guest tonight, Jason Bienvenue from Spiro Toys, the creator and owner of Spiro Toys. And he has brought us his Primal Series Kickstarter, and it has surpassed all expectations and blew every blew everything out the water. Jason, first off, I just want to congratulate you, and I want to welcome you back to the show for your third time now. This is the third time. Thank you so third much. Time. Yeah, it was it was wild, dude. I, I can remember uh, the the last day I woke up and I and I. I didn't realize like how much energy I was like putting into the campaign until the last day I woke up and it really just kind of finally caught up with me. And I mean, at that point we, we had, we were doing awesome. We had done like, you know, I wanted to say it was like 250,000, which we had asked for 99,000. So I was more than happy with what, you know, I thought, Hey, we might make another 10,000 or something. And I came home and I took a little nap and I like kind of woke up and I was like, well, what time is it? Cause I didn't want to miss like the end of it, you know? And uh, I woke up and kind of rubbed my eyes a little bit and, and looked at the phone and saw that we were about 4,000 away from unlocking our, our final stretch goal, which was Thane. And, uh, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put it up. I'm just going to unlock it. Cause I have a feeling it'll go unlocked in the, uh, in the backer kit and everything anyway. So I unlocked that and within like maybe 10 minutes it had you know it people backed it to make that and then over the course of the, and the last hour it just kind of skyrocketed and then our goal just like went through the our final funding just went through the roof i was just like is this real what is going on you know damn it's like a dream come true right it was yeah absolutely that's for sure it was man it was wild i i, I couldn't get over it i was like man i really really hope this is not a dream <laughs> Oh, right. You just woke up from one, you know, like, right, and, exactly. and, yeah, kind of groggy. and, um, the biggest thing is that like, um, uh, you know, you asked for 99,000 and you guys, you know, did triple your goal. And I want to congratulate all the, uh, backers because we did it. We unlocked right. Thane and we unlocked all the other stretch goals. Yeah. I, I really did not think we would unlock that Thane figure. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a Christmas present right there. You know, like that's like, you know, when you, when you're a kid and you go through the toy aisle with your parents, you're like, can I have that? And they're like, that's a birthday or Christmas item. You know, and I felt like, I was like, I was oh, like yeah. that's a Christmas item. You know? So uh, yeah, I feel like the backers unlocking that kind of allowed us to have a figure that even if you're not interested in the line, that's a must have figure. So uh, getting that funded was so exciting and, uh, just really surreal you know <laughs> i noticed that that was like one of the most popular selling items right the thing yeah i mean i i can see the unit numbers and it's like it's definitely the most popular figure you know it which is awesome i mean because that's you know that's for the scale that's a deluxe figure you know it's something that could have not come to fruition also because if the stretch goals had not been met then oh yeah would have been no thing I, Although I, mean, I feel I, like I feel like you were gonna make them no matter what. I I didn't think I was. It was one of those things where uh, we had we had put together like the uh, you know the sculpted version of it, and the the digital version had like articulation, 
but no like real in, inner articulation. So uh, Arlen's still finalizing it because uh, there's a like you wouldn't think like with him having that big broad chest, but his arms are so big that like the cut the uh, clearance where like the the pegs go in is like surprisingly close. It's about like that much. Like if you look at my shirt, it's like super tight in there. So there, there was like a lot of like engineering and stuff that we had to figure out inside of the figure itself to make sure everything works correctly. Nice. Okay. Wow. So, um, well, I hope you get all the kinks figured out soon. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost finalized. Uh, it should probably done. Maybe it should probably be done in about a week. Nice. Okay. Um, so anything you want to say to the fans, to the people who supported anything, um, anything else we should be looking forward to in the next month or so? Uh, I, I mean, first and foremost, thank you so much. I, you know, I really had no idea how well this line would be recepted. Uh, I, I knew it was going to, I knew we were going to make goal. It is the first Kickstarter I didn't, I didn't worry about making goal. It was just a matter of like when we were going to make goal, but uh, just the amount of support and, and popularity that this Kickstarter had, like really like surprised me. So I can't thank y'all enough. Uh, I, I've been working, like I haven't stopped. Like I told myself I was going to get a massage and like take a little rest after the Kickstarter was done. And I haven't stopped yet. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Arlen's been preparing the, uh, the digital files, which, Thane's the last one. Uh, I, I'm almost finished picking out all the Pantone colors, which uh, Pantone basically assigns the colors that you give to the factory so that they know exactly what colors you want to use. Um, I'm done with that for all the main characters and like Thane and whatnot, but I still have to do some of the uh, some of the accessory headsets and the packs and stuff like that. So I still have about another week and a half worth of work as far as that's done. Um, you know, I've been finalizing all the packaging and stuff. Uh, so I don't want y'all to think we're not like we are working like like our real work is starting right now. Working so, like a dog. Yeah, we I mean, we really appreciate it. There is going to be like a little time where like I get to kind of like sit back and, and wait a little bit from the factory, especially when we send off the files because uh, we can't really do anything until the tooling itself is made. And from what my experience is, is it's like an eight week process. So, uh, I mean, I'd like it to be, I'd be happy if it gets shorter than that, but that's usually kind of what I expect it to be. So, uh, I think when that's happening, that's probably when I might take like a, a long weekend or something like that. If you want it done it right, you got to take the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, this is our passion. So don't cut corners. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, I say eight, eight weeks, but, uh, I mean, some of that's, us, you know, the logistics of it is like, they'll do like a little bit of stuff and then you, they have other clients that have other parts that need to get done. And stuff. so, uh, they have, they have a schedule that I'm not completely privy to, you know? Yeah. They're an in-demand company. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, let them do their work and make sure they, you know, they want to make sure everything's right and stuff and do it right the first time type of of a strategy. Totally. Um, we're going to go over some of your uh, stretch goals that we reached during the Kickstarter. And then we're going to talk about, um, you know, how, how it was dealing with the backer kit and 
maybe I want to ask you a few more questions about some of the intricacies, some of the behind the scenes stuff that, you know, most people don't know about and probably wouldn't learn about unless we ask someone like you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, first off, the first um, stretch goal was the figure Blight. And this was one of my favorite figures. Like I got quite a few of these boys and uh, I got some big plans for Blight. So he's an awesome looking figure. The design's amazing. Uh, I think he's going to look really cool and I'm um, looking forward to him. Uh, we got Vero Atlas was the second Kickstarter stretch goal. Another awesome figure, another, you know, I had to get one of these guys too. It, it's really, you made it, like I said before, you made it really hard to skip out on any of the figures in the line. And, uh, meat and no potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And you nailed it. Uh, <laughs> next we got Lexian, which I think was, uh, one of the coolest head sculpts that I seen on any of them. Um, just a really dope looking figure, really fierce looking head sculpt. And I can't wait to put him in some battle scenes. So that was the uh, third stretch goal that we unlocked. Uh, after that, we unlocked our adventure heads and vile villains uh, head pack set. So these are some three, uh, six alternate sculpts altogether, three for the adventures, three for the villains. Um, these just, you know, add... Um, you know, that much more versatility to the figures you already have. So if yeah, you pick up for people wanting to army build, you know, and, and add a little bit of extra personality to your soldiers, you know, especially yeah, if they're wearing a helmet or something, you know, it's kind they of don't all look the same. look like copy and paste. But if you, if they have like a totally different head with the same kind of paint scheme, you're like, oh, yeah, that's obviously that that's, you know, part of that army, but he's a different person, you know, or animal. Exactly. And um, it just gives the figures that much more mileage. So, you know, um, sometimes you get one figure with one head and it, it looks the same always. And you can't it doesn't have any expression, doesn't have any personality. Here you're getting three different heads that you can put onto a body. And essentially you get three different looks or three different characters. So for the price of what, 12 bucks a piece, 12 bucks for each set. Yeah, for the uh, headset. Yeah. Four bucks a head, people. Come on. When do you ever get that that chance? Painted heads, yeah, too. They're fully painted, too. Exactly. So that was the fourth thing they unlocked. So, I mean, we were already doing good there. And then we went ahead and unlocked the Iron Cobalt Epic Gold Weapons set. So we got the Iron, the Cobalt, and the Epic Gold. So those were uh, three different sets of weapons that you could buy at $15 a piece. And I don't know anywhere else you're going to find weapon sets that nice for $15 a piece for these type of figures. Like, um, I don't even know if Mythic Legions offers those type of weapons for that cheap in like a bundle. I'm hoping that doesn't go out of control when they hit eBay, but, you know, it's been crazy lately. Well, I hope uh, whoever wants them gets them. So you better be buying them now while you, you have do a chance. Now instead of waiting. Uh, the next thing we unlocked was uh, Animal Warriors of the Kingdom issue two comic book. So look forward to that. Then we got Core Dune, which I think was one of your favorite ones, right? Yeah, I really like it. Uh, it's funny. Someone called it. One of my friends called it the uh, the Nintendo Switch one because of the way the the, uh, the colors on each side. Yeah, and I just think uh, I think the color pattern you chose for that one just really pops and stands out. It's not something that I think 
most people would have just thought of off the bat. And I think it was an amazing decision. I don't think, uh, I don't think any other paint would have made it look as good as that did. Thank you. And, and I mean, what I, what I particularly like about that set is, uh, or that figure is that both of those straps are removable. So if you want to like, you know, kind of jazz up one of your horde ravagers or your, uh, you, you know, Chinari legionary, you can kind of slide that over and like kind of give them a little, like, like it might be an officer or something, you know, just give them a little bit more, uh, like personality, I guess is the, I'm lacking. Of, Some uh, kit bashing uh, potential. Yeah, my brain, my brain stopped working for a second. No, yeah, you can you can outfit your character with some extra gear and just yeah, like exactly. level them up basically, because yeah. the whole thing with uh, Jason's original Kickstarter for his three point seven five inch was the uh, was that pale got stronger as he took you know weapons and things from right. his enemies, so um, it it it, it kind of works for the figures the same way. So um, looking forward to the possibilities with these figures. Next, we unlocked uh, the Primal Ancients Ash. I don't know. You ended up changing. Did you end up changing the name, or was this what you stuck with? Right. Uh, we kind of had uh, code words for them at first, and then we would, after we'd show off the uh, the photo of them, then we'd sh you know we'd reveal the actual name for each figure or each ancient. Okay. So what uh, what did you end up calling this one? Was it Ash or was it something different? It was, it was Ash. Oh, okay. So I do have the correct names. Yeah, I don't okay, remember right. what the code names were now. And that was the gray one, right? Correct. That's the, it's basically a Lynx. Okay. So you can tell us what figures they are basically when we go through. Sure, yeah, and then absolutely. next we have uh, Onyx. Which is a, a Black Panther. Okay, perfect. I bought a couple of those because I'm going to use those with my little Blight Army. And I think that's going to be really fun, especially, you know, you could take that head and his arms and pop that on, uh, and the feet and pop that on uh, Blight and you've got, you know, a Black Panther all, all armored up, you know. Nice. Okay. And then we have the, um, now was this, this was three different ones, the Cedar Brown, the Honey Tan and the Tiger. Those are all code words. Those were all okay. the code words for the, uh, for the, uh, ancients. So let's see. Cedar Brown is actually the Chinari infantry, which is basically Ooh. just a stripped down version of the Chinari. It's, it's almost completely nude, except he's, he comes with a, uh, you know, his armored skirting, and a little uh, sash that uh, he shares in common with Pale. Okay. The Honey Tan was. Let me think who that was. Hmm. That is. I don't. I don't remember who that one is. Uh, Fort Dune. Uh, no, it's an it's an ancient, but I can't remember who it is now. Uh, okay. The Tiger Orange Blank is actually the feral, uh, feral, beastie who's kind of an homage figure. <laughs> All right. So then after that, we unlocked uh, Animal Warriors of the Kingdom, issues three, four, and five for comic form. We unlocked Weapon Set 5, which was... Radiation. and it that's, Radiation that's, Set, okay. You know what's funny? Uh, people were like, we want to see what the fifth one is. We want to see what the fifth one is. And I was like, how am I supposed to convey a glow-in-the-dark, like, armor like weapon set i don't know so like i just like threw it together in, in photoshop thinking like eh, it'll be all right it's like wildly popular like that's like the most popular weapon set now like, okay all right i'm glad they like it took a gamble and it paid off yeah i think it's gonna be a fun kid i i i tend to underestimate how much people like glow in the dark stuff 
you know. There's a market. There's a market for sure. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan. Like I, I, I've never had a, you know, easy time photographing it. I know some people right. can do some amazing stuff with it, like black light stuff and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's a good I, idea. I need to play around with light painting and stuff more before I try that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But the yeah. last thing, there the it most is. impressive thing that I saw, and I think everybody else was just as impressed. Thing. I tell you what, I can't wait to have that at a booth, you know, and just kind of like, like just kind of like, <laughs> just thrash everybody else's toys when you go up to their head yeah, booth, just knock all their shit over. Like smash stuff on the table. I want to have like, you know, like those high pressure, like uh salesmen where like, uh you know, where they like slap stuff on the, on the glass. That's like leaking stuff. And they're like, ah, check this out. Like just have like walnuts on like a table and just have like just smashing walnuts with the same figure. Like, look at how tough this figure is, you know. Yeah, it's make sure you just don't have a glass display case under those walnuts. Right, yeah. I don't know. That <laughs> might be more impressive. They might be like he, he breaks everything. Break your detox. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good seller. <laughs> That's not a good selling point. <laughs> um so Okay, I think we had a couple. Why don't you go ahead and talk to us about the backer kit process and what that was like for you, really quick? So, I hadn't done a backer kit in quite a while. So, I kind of had to go back to backer kit school. And um, I mean, I was like super excited and like just like, I want to like hurry up and launch the, the backer kit, uh, you know, the week after the Kickstarter happened. So, like, I, uh, I just like went after it and made sure everything was ready to go the Wednesday after the Kickstarter ended. And uh, I didn't realize that there was like a mandatory, like you have to wait 14 days. And I was like, okay, 14 days. So that should be this day. And then I was like, wait, let me not make the announcement. Cause it might be 14 business days. So yeah, sure enough, it was 14 business days and uh, all that's, you know, said and done. It, it's launched and, I, I constantly refresh it to kind of see like, are people doing their surveys? Are they having any issues? And uh, it, it seems like about, I think, I want to say like maybe 85% have done their survey, which I don't know if like a lot of creators are out there, but like, you know, that that's like a lot to have like done this short out. I think it's, I think it's been launched for like two weeks now, the, uh, the backer kit itself. So There's it's done, right? What's that? It, it should be done by now, right? No, no, no. It's going to, for the for the Kickstarter people, you have until June 18th to lock in your stuff. At that oh, point, really? we're gonna, yeah, we're just going to lock in your stuff. Uh, however, I'm not going to charge anyone for their add-ons until about 30 days before we ship. Nice. So for all the backers, oh, really? everyone, yeah, I mean, like, so for all the backers that they see extra stuff that they regret not getting. You should have said that. <laughs> I'm about to go back in there. <laughs> That's up to you. But if you want to, oh. you basically have a whole year until it's charged. So uh, that's when you get charged, but there's only a certain amount of time to actually add those on. Uh, now, right now. Yeah. I mean, so don't wait. You know, if you're thinking like, hey, I want to do that, go ahead and do it. And you don't have to worry about it for almost a year. Just put now, half the money aside now. Then What's you only that? have to save. I said, just put half your money aside now, Ooh, and then you only have to save the rest of it. That's not that bad. It's uh, 
you'll be thank. Uh, you know, it's funny. I always thank uh, past Jason. Like, there's something that I'll do, and I'm like, thank you, past Jason. It's usually something to do with food. Like, where like I'll leave like certain items of food at the office or like in the fridge. I'm like, man, I wish I had some coffee. And I had like, I'll have like some. I like to drink iced coffee. And I'll have it in the fridge, and I'm like, oh, thank you, past Jason. You know. Yo, hell yeah. So like, if you missed out on the Kickstarter and you're regretting it and everything, and you you still want to get stuff. We uh, what's nice about Backer Kit is it also offers a pre-order store, and that will be open basically until right before we start shipping. So the same applies. So I'm gonna try to stop saying so so much, but I can't guarantee anything. But hey, as long as you keep that store open, we're so fine with it. There you go. Yeah, I mean, if you if you see the stuff you you didn't back it, but you want to get it now. You can select all your goodies and everything. You don't necessarily have to worry about uh, paying for it until 30 days before we ship. So uh, anyone, anyone that missed out can can check it out, get all of the goodies now, and you basically have you know almost a whole year to pay for that stuff. So you're basically able to front all the money for the orders that are going to come in that way, and then you know get your <sighs> cut later. It, it's it's perfect for us because we can. We can find out exactly what unit, what unit numbers we need, and then uh, for each SKU, and then we can, uh, then we can add on to that. So in other words, if say we got you know 3,200 orders of pale that customers have locked in and and stores and whatnot have locked in, and then we we say okay, well we got 3,200 orders. Let's make it, let's just make an order for 5,000 or 6,000. And that way we know we have like in stock stuff to sell afterwards. Okay. So it's, it's, it definitely comes in handy. That was actually one of the questions we uh, Gil wanted to ask. He uh, was going to say, um, first off, he wanted to know when the when will the orders cut off with the store? Um, you know, they'll probably, as far as like the backers, that's going to cut off in on June eighteenth. Uh, for the pre-order stuff, uh, I'm not sure yet, but I'm guessing it's going to be right right before we go into production. And what I mean by production is whenever they start pouring mold, pouring plastic into the molds. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it before that, but that's like that's when they're like really like you know putting the turkey in the oven. It's like it's game time. So uh, there ain't no going back. Cut off around that time so that we don't you know we don't take you know, X amount of orders and then get like, you know, 10 times more than that right at the very end. Yeah. No. Yeah, totally. Okay. So you guys have a good amount of window of time to get your orders in for those who didn't back it. For uh, those who back the Kickstarter, you got to make sure you got your orders in your backer kit finished by uh, June 18th, which is not very far away. That's about three weeks away. So get on that and make sure you guys don't miss out. Make sure you close up your backer kit. Um, I've never not closed out a backer kit, so I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what the possibility of something bad happening to you for not doing that is. But uh, uh, we'll, Jason we'll might know. Lock it. Well, we will manually lock it for you. Uh, so if you uh, if you have stuff like if you have add-ons and stuff sitting in the cart, uh, and you don't add that stuff on, I'm pretty sure it'll get like zeroed out. Um, so if you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I really want that Lexion and and the 19th comes around and then you like go to log in and you look at like what your orders are. It's not going to be in there. So 
So, okay, make sure you square away your stuff before the 18th, then, you guys. Yeah. Before the 18th, don't wait. I just hate for anyone to kind of, like, miss out on stuff that they were like, am I on the fence about this? I mean, the way I kind of look at it is, like, you already know you want it, and we're giving you, like, a whole – basically a whole year, year. To pay for it. So it's like, you know, you got to treat yourself at this point. You only live once, you know what I mean? And uh, that kind of answers another question that we had. Uh, well, that was that was one of my questions was like, uh, who's going to handle the shipping for you when the time comes for that? So as far as the Kickstarter goes, uh, it's going to be, I'll be probably packaging a lot of it, but it's not just going to be me. It'll probably be me and about eight other people. And we'll just be in the warehouse and we'll put on some good music and have, I was going to say a pizza party, but I don't think people want greasy figure, figure packages. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll just pack it out over the course of like two or three weeks. Um, you know what? Let me say three or four weeks because like this was a giant Kickstarter. So, uh, well, if you need some help, let me know. I'll fly out there. Yeah, man. I might take you up on that, dude. You'll, you get to enjoy some, uh, some genuine Cajun cuisine. I'll take some photos uh, of all of them while I'm out there for you. Yeah, man, that sounds awesome. Dude, that would be amazing. That'd be so cool. Oh, yeah, dude. We'll go down to the bayou, get bit by alligators. <laughs> Those things are like way more docile than you would think. Oh, yeah. They're like little puppy dogs. No, no, no. Like they'll, like, they'll, they'll come after you, but like it's almost like, like, I, I mean, I don't know what happened. I just like ran up to it and jumped on it and it bit me. I don't know what, it, you know, it's like. Yeah, well, I ain't going to be wrestling them. Okay. I can tell you that. Yeah. My grandma used to live in Florida. They used to come up their back okay. porch. Nice. And yeah, they weren't they weren't very nice, but uh, they weren't very mean either. They wouldn't come up too often. Um, one other uh, question Gil had was um, any news on the next wave of available figures or when you want to make uh, the next wave or how so you plan to go about with the next wave? So for the next wave, I would ideally like to offer them as pre-orders both through my site and other uh, other partner retailers. Um, and what we'll probably do is offer four figures per wave. We're going to be doing a uh, an Animal Warriors at a Kickstarter Primal Series panel in June. And we'll probably be doing it like right before Joe Fest. And it's going to be a Zoom meeting where we kind of like give all the details and uh, we're not going to lock in the figures that we're revealing during the way, you know, what waves they are, but you'll get to see a good bit of figures that we're planning on working on. So uh, I think it's, it's mostly 2d art, but I think it'll give you like a really good representation of like where we're headed, you know, if it's anything as good as the 2d art I saw for Thane before that figure was produced, then I'd say yeah, I'm I looking mean, forward to it. Yeah. That that's what it is. It's, it's that caliber. And, uh, you, some who's the one who does all the uh, 2D art for you guys? Yeah, it's it's uh, Utama. So, okay. Yeah, uh, that's great work. Man, he's so talented, and he does our our comic, and he does the uh, the uh, the figure control art and everything. And him and I like it's so funny. Like we're very much on the same wavelength creatively. Like we'll like I'll suggest something and he's like, what about this? Or like a lot of times we'll have the same idea. And I'm like, okay, we know we're like, we're like zoo, like dovetailed in, you know? 
And where's he? Uh, where's he stay at again? Believe it or not, he's in Indonesia. So nice. Uh, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, it's cool, but it's like I feel bad for him because like I'll do like Chinese time when we're like in like like in the crunch, but it's like his mo is like almost always you know stateside time. So like I feel like he lives in like a constant state of of tiredness. Limbo. <laughs> yeah, like, he's just like zombie mode you know he's like a, he's like a manga writer he never sleeps right yeah man wow poor guy well i mean his work's incredible so uh don't it let him go really is. It's and i think it's awesome that you've built a, a connection with someone like you know halfway across the world you know what i mean like and you guys have been able to come together and produce uh two successful action figure kickstarters and uh and i can't wait to see what you do in the future well, thanks, man. Like, we're super excited about it. And uh, I mean, we talked about it before this, but I, I've been sick for the last couple of days. But believe me, I'm still just as excited and pumped and like ready to just kick some ass. And uh, I, I think we're going to show some some physical versions of the characters at, at Joe Fest coming up. And we'll do a panel there if, if you missed the, uh, the little Animal War panel that we're that we talked about earlier. So we just got a bunch of really cool stuff coming out. And, uh, I'm just so happy and blessed to like be able to share this amazing project with everyone. And I, I honestly couldn't have done it without you guys supporting it so much. Now, do you have, well, thank you. Do you have any idea where uh, or what platform you'll use to be broadcasting your um, panel? No, I don't. And that's it's a really good time. question. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question because uh, it's going to be, you know, I'm not even emceeing it. Eddie's going to MC it. And uh, we have like all kind of slideshow presentation and stuff that we want to do while we're talking and stuff. So I'm not sure what the best venue would be, especially because we want to tape it and rebroadcast it later on. You know? I would recommend the program I'm using currently. It, okay. it works really well. Yeah. Uh, man, you can, you can throw up a video on there, let that play while you talk over it and stuff like that. Oh, what? That sounds cool. Um, I had another question. This is probably like my last question. Uh, well, I have two questions. So how long a process from, you know, the time the store closes till the time the figures are reaching our hands, do you expect? Expect it. Obviously, we know with most Kickstarters, with most action figure lines uh, coming from smaller, you know, producers because they don't have the ability to, you know, uh, have an exclusive factory like Hasbro or Mattel or somebody like that. Um, so we know that there's always delays and things like that, but what is your expected or um, estimated time frame for the, you know, uh, release of the figure? So uh, what's nice is like, I literally just went through this so I can give like a good guesstimation. Nice. Perfect. But, uh, whenever they leave uh, Homeland, uh, what's it called? Uh, mainland China. I believe it takes about 30 days to get to our port, which is in New Orleans. And then, unfortunately for us, when our last time, like it was stuck in customs for like two weeks, which is mind-numbingly frustrating. So there's your like month and, and a week, you know. Uh, so I'm guessing it'll probably take, you know, six weeks from the time, uh, let's say, let's say eight weeks from the time it leaves mainland China to the to the time it arrives at our doorstep. Is, it, is that answering the question you asked? 
Um, somewhat, but um, you think that you, so you're expecting the figures to be produced in a year from now? Correct. Or, I, uh, and then whenever, shipped eight weeks from then? So whenever I talked to Dave, he said to give them a nice buffer. And Of course, of course. So I added a three-month buffer from the time he thought that they could, you know, feasibly do it correctly, you know, because we don't want to rush anything. No, definitely. We don't want subpar figures either. Believe me. As, so uh, speaking we, from a Kickstarter fan who's funded some Kickstarters that didn't come out the way I expected them, right? I, I would mean, rather a company take their time than rush a product and give me a, a subpar figure. Right. And, like, so – just for people who don't understand like the way factories and stuff work is uh, and to kind of show like how long I've been collecting toys. Like, so about 10 years ago, if you go on eBay, you could find like tons of Indiana Jones figures or tons of uh, uh, generator X figures, and you know, like star Wars figures and stuff like that. And what a lot of those were, were uh, quality control issues where they would like, you know, they'd make, they might make a batch of, 2000 and the quality control person would like pick it up and they'd be like, Oh, the eyes crooked. And they'd like just throw out the whole batch. And then like factory workers would take that and sell it on eBay. The reason I'm telling you this is because, you know, 2000 figures for a big giant factory like Hasbro is nothing, you know, like they might make, you know, 30,000 skew of Luke Skywalker, but for like us, that's like a huge giant thing. So it's a big uh, loss. Yeah, I mean, so finding, like, a good quality factory that, like, takes their time and does the homework and makes sure that there's not going to be, like, brittle plastic and stuff. And I mean, I've had that happen to me where it's, like, it's a crapshoot where you're, like, they're mixing, like, eight different colors and, like, one color, the chemicals aren't mixed just right, so something's brittle, you know? Mm. So uh, it's all stuff that, like, kind of factors in, and I feel for those people when that happens, but it's just, it's one of those things that happens when you're doing, like, a small run of something, you know? But we're we're like shooting to do like five thousand to six thousand per skew, so that'll help us out. I mean, it's not Hasbro numbers, you know, but if I remember correctly, I think the Masters of the Universe Classics was like, you know, maybe ten thousand per skew, you know. So we're kind of getting close to that, but not not quite yet. So Jason, I got one last question from Gil, and it's actually about the comics. Uh, Gil wanted to know that if the comics will be made available for purchase, even if they're not added onto the backer kit or past the closing time of the open pre-orders, will you still make the comics available? Oh yeah, absolutely. Our, our idea is, uh, to offer them while they're, you know, while we're in the process of making the toys and right now I'm self-publishing it, but I would love to have, you know, a big legit publishing company you know, take on the title and have them in comic book stores and readily available to read. Um, there's well, there's some, uh, there's some indie comic books. Uh, comic, there's a lot of indie uh, publishers that are coming up and coming right now. You got Boom Studios, you got uh, yeah, Scout really, Comics, really. you got Action Comic, you know, there's all these different new uh, well, indie comics. I'd like to reach out to a couple of them and see what we could do, but... Uh, it's one of those things where it's like I, I like to do all the work as far as like, you know, creating the comic, but not so much the uh, backing it all. What's that? Like uh, fronting the bill for it all. I don't mind that either. It's, oh. it's, the, it's the trying to jump th like you like have to jump through a certain amount of hoops in order to get to access to comic shops. And I would like someone that's already done that work to like just kind of help us, you know 
you're like, hey, this is one of our titles. Can we add it to the uh, to the diamond uh, distribution order form or something? You know? Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. Once you're once you're putting toys out there, somebody's gonna take the comic. Like, you know, right. I feel like hand over fist. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, one of my game plans was, you know, be successful in one of my trifecta until the other two can't ignore us anymore. And I feel like we can, you know, we're about to check one of those off the list so we can kind of, we can leverage our, like, hey, we got awesome toys. And by the way, we got comics to sell those toys and vice versa. Boom. Yep. And we can kind of move now on. Now you know what, you know what the next part of the trifecta is. Right, exactly. We can move into the cartoon after that. Yep, there you go. Cartoon or movie. Yeah. Oh, or, wow. series, or Netflix series, you know. Yeah, Netflix or Amazon. I tell you what, I've been watching Netflix and Amazon the past couple of days, and that saved me because there's nothing on regular TV. Holy cow. We could finally do Planet of the Apes right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I Dude, I love those, like those 1970s Planet of the Apes and Oh no! But this would this would have all the animal kingdom. See, that's true. That's yeah. where Planet of the Apes got it wrong because because they, uh, they didn't they never thought about the Planet of the Lions or Planet of the, you know, Planet yeah. of the Hippos. Got it. You can't leave those hippos out, man. No, or those rhinos because they, they get what? really horny. I mean, what was the name of the hippo on uh, the male hippo on Madagascar too? What was it? Uh, don't start asking me those type of questions, yeah. Jason. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna. That's, that's a conversation for another show. Okay. But um, is there anything else you want to say to the fans, to the um, backers, to the supporters, to the people who haven't yet decided whether they want to buy or not? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, thank you so much. This has been, you know, a dream come true. It's been so amazing. It makes me feel so good. <laughs> and, uh, so, seeing, you know, seeing all the love and support for something that's, you know, at one point, my passion project becoming like my main calling and my main career is super exciting and, you know, really, really amazing. Uh, and I kind of went off on a tangent, but like I forgot what else I wanted to say. Oh, uh, you know, if you see the figures and you like the figures as a collector and the way figure hunting has been going lately, uh, this is as far as like, you know, Am I going to get this figure? It's a sure thing. Like if you pre-order it, you don't necessarily have to worry about uh, hunting it down later on. So I suggest, you know, you can go to our backer kit pre-order store and just grab them and, and sit back and watch the uh, making of progress uh, process. And uh, you won't get charged until about a year from now. So, um, yeah, if you, if you think you want them and you want to check them out, you can maybe sample like two or three or whatnot and then uh, see what you feel from there. Yeah, and then you can thank all us original backers for unlocking all the goals for you. Yeah, I know, right? Holy cow, man. Y'all just knocked it out of the park. I think we had about uh, 1,192 backers. That's crazy. Just to put into perspective, our last- 1992 year, was a good year. Yeah, it really was, right? Like that was whole Star thing was done. Uh, you know- X-Men. Uh, X-Men uh, was right on the horizon. Nevermind had just kind of like really made like what triple platinum. It was it was cool, man. Z Cat uh, reaches with his shenanigans, you know. <laughs> it, it was a good time, man. I don't know. I guess you remember the nineties a little better than me. <laughs> What's that? I said I guess you were in, you remember the nineties a little better than me. Yeah, man, that was my jam. I was lucky enough to grow up in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, you were lucky. 
that was like this magical period where the American dollar had this thing called buying power. Yeah. It was so cool. Like y'all, I, I, I hope we can re-experience that at some point, but uh, we'll see. One last thing I want to say is uh, you, that is very inspiring. The whole, you know, like um, hopefully, you know, I, and I do hope that you can quit your day job soon. And this can be your, you know, this can be your day job because um, from what I've seen so far and what I hope to see in my hands, soon within a year uh i think that should be your day job because i you do it well and uh you know you know you know what we're looking for as collectors and uh hopefully the factory you chose can deliver it just the way you envisioned it and uh the way i want to see it is the way you you know you've shown us through your models and through um you know those those beautiful pictures of the photo uh, or those beautiful photos of your figures that you've already shown us in the Kickstarter, um, just to see the leaps and bounds that your line has made from the 3.75 inch to the six inch and just the amount of detail and extra personality that's coming through in your figures. I just can't wait to see what you can do when you put all your focus into this and you don't have a day job to distract you from it. Um, and I, and I hope that, and it's inspiring. Like I said, it's inspiring. And I hope that all the creators out there who, who want to, you know, realize their dreams, see what you've done and, you know, just take note and don't give up, man. You know, use yeah, your man, passion. Thank you so much. I feel like I've definitely figured out what, like what my calling is. And, uh, I feel like I'm, I've got all the signs in front of me and I'm just gonna, you know, just all I have to do is just walk through the door and I'm, I'm good, you know? So I, oh, I yeah. really appreciate it. Well, thank you again, Jason, for taking this time out of your day. Uh, again, we have Jason Bienvenue from Spiro Toys, um, creator of the animals of the uh, animal warriors of the kingdom, the Primal series. Look thank forward. You. If you guys uh, go ahead and shout out the um, where they can find the toys, where they can find the pre-order store for those who didn't back really quick, because we so, I don't think we've mentioned that at all, and we should have probably been plugging that the whole time. So if you go onto the Kickstarter, even though it's ended, we have a section called Spotlight. And you'll see there's a little button that says pre-order. All you have to do is click on that and you, it'll take you to our backer kit where you can, you know, select all your goodies and uh, just hit checkout and you won't be built until about 30 days before we ship. And uh, the best way to find his Kickstarter on the Kickstarter is to search Animal Warriors of the Kingdom. Correct. Uh, I think that's the best way to find it. Um, it's under Animal Warriors of the Kingdom, the Primal Series. Click on the Kickstarter, go to the Spotlight, go to pre-order, and that'll take you to the shop. So um, for those of you who did not back, get your orders in as soon as possible. That way he can get the production going and we can get our figures, right? Don't hold up that store now. Let <laughs> me show the cat off. Hey, I, my cat actually made an appearance. She's back there oh, on really? her brand new cat tree. Oh boy! She's with her, oh, yeah, she's she's there at the top. Yeah, she's she's uh she's being lazy. She's like, this is my kingdom now. Yeah, dude, she loves that thing. That's awesome. I think this one's too fat to do that. I I don't know though. She's kind of agile for being as big as she is. I was like, she looks fat, but it's all hair. Yeah. When she gets wet, she looks like a little a little rat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, um, tell us where we can find you. You know what? The best place to find me is on my Instagram at Spiro Toys. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Facebook at Jason Bienvenue. 
And those are probably the two easiest places to get a hold of me. I'm pretty accessible. Um, as long as you don't send me nudes or anything obnoxious, you know. Some nudes are welcome. It depends. <laughs> it's subjective. <laughs> Very subjective. Um, well, uh, I guess that's all for us here. This has been my special guest, Jason Bienvenue from Spiro Toys with the very, very successful Kickstarter, Animal Warriors, the Kingdom of the Primal series. Get your pre-orders in now as soon as you can. Um, otherwise, thanks for watching. Um, I have been Major Reaction over here. Uh, make sure you guys rate, like, comment, subscribe, whatever the hell you do on YouTube. Just uh, let's get some, some more subscribers. That way we can get some more content out. That way we can get some more eyes on our guys over here, Jason. And um, go head over to the Geek Out Show and check out our podcast. We got a weekly podcast that we do with our uh, our host, Gil, Black Hole Comics. He couldn't be here tonight. He's in the middle of getting something brand new for himself, and uh, it's a long process. So uh, I gave him the night off, and I took over the show. So uh, all you guys, stay geeked up and geek out.